Welcome to Gruesome Tales, Fairy Tales. These modern fairy tales were born in the depths of the fascinating mind of Eric Kopatovsky and can be heard directly from the lips of Eden Minucci. We're glad you're here. Enjoy. I'm telling you, I don't have any homework, screamed the child. And I'm telling you to check because you already have three missing assignments and it's just the beginning of October growled the father through clenched teeth, staring at his phone. He was so angry. He couldn't even read what was on the screen. Instead, he remembered how he'd gotten in trouble for every bad grade he brought home. He wondered if that old-fashioned discipline still worked and what he could do to keep himself from hitting the child right now. To drive a car, you need to get a license. But to have a child, one moment of distraction is enough, thought the father, still staring at his phone, trying not to laugh at the ridiculous inequity of that thought. Fine, I'll go, yelled the child, stomping his feet as he trudged through the apartment to his room. After decidedly too brief a moment, the child shouted, Like I told you, there's nothing, and slammed the door shut. The parents looked at each other with resignation. The father couldn't help but smile at the mother as he gazed into her large brown eyes, which he had fallen in love with a long, long time ago. His gaze swept over her black hair, gently falling on her shoulders. The collar of her white blouse framed her long neck, illuminating her face. His gaze slid slightly lower. Her once corporate white blouse had just ceased to be corporate thanks to one button too many coming undone. Her shapely breasts, just peeking above the creamy, lace-adorned bra that held them, looked as if they wanted to break free. Or so he imagined. The mother noticed the father's gaze, rolled her eyes, and whispered reproachfully, You are incorrigible! As she stood up from her chair, and then mouthing as she turned away, Later! The child, locked in his room, finished his game on the iPad, threw his unfinished math homework and the Xerox copy of the spelling practice into his backpack, then ran to the bathroom to, air quotes, get ready for bed. With his teeth still unbrushed, he jumped into bed with a smile. As he closed his eyes, he still saw the flickering figures from the game behind his eyelids. He heard the door to his parents' bedroom close, and a moment later, what sounded like the squeaking of furniture. The child was awakened by a runny nose, or so he thought, dripping from his nose into his throat. It wasn't until a moment later that he realized that the mucus gathering at the back of his throat wasn't running from his nose, because he could breathe freely. The mucus then began to fill his mouth. He felt sick. The gag reflex, which the boy had only known from a visit to the doctor when he had a stick placed in his mouth, began to be triggered again and again. He raced to the bathroom, heaved up the lid of the toilet, and started to spit. The hot air and steam in the room, where someone had just finished showering, did nothing to ease his queasiness. He vomited. In addition to a large amount of fluid that came from him, Something rang out as it hit against the walls of the toilet bowl, like someone was scattering peas. Another gag reflex brought much worse sensations. The boy felt something filling up his entire throat. 
He couldn't breathe, and as he gagged and hacked, afraid he would choke to death, his tongue pushed something long and thin out of his mouth and into the toilet. Then a big cough brought something rubbery up that filled his mouth and he spit out. Now afraid that this would never end, the boy felt something much larger moving from his stomach to his throat. After several attempts to expel it from himself, writhing in pain on the floor, the boy finally leaned over the toilet and a hard ball nearly the size of a peach flew out of him, knocking out his two front teeth. A stream of blood flowed into the toilet, staining the child's lips and chin. The yellow-green mucus in the toilet was filled with red spots and changed to a dirty brownish-blue as the fluids mixed, with a baseball, a sharpened pencil, a fat rubber eraser, and several paper clips floating in the center. In nearly constant convulsions now, the boy lifted his head to wash his face, pain throughout his body limiting his movements. He rose with what little strength he had left and looked ahead. On the mirror... There was a note that read, Do your homework, please. Thank you for listening to Gruesome Tales, Fairy Tales. Please like and share with your favorite little freaks.